Hello and welcome to the BNP Paribas Market 360 podcast. We cover the topics that matter from the global economy to market strategy. Hello, I am Nicolò Carrara, Emerging Market Economist at BNP Paribas. Today we will discuss the correction of real estate at a time of rising interest rates. We argue this to be far from over, despite monetary policies turning a corner, though still with caution, as many of you know. BNP Paribas clients can also find our podcasts on the new Global Markets app, along with other Markets 360 content. It's Wednesday afternoon, here in London on the 7th of June 2023. And so without further ado, let's jump into it. Whenever we mention uh, correction, intuitively, is because something has gotten out of place. What am I referring to here? Real house prices rose to record levels during the pandemic. This was due to a combination of uh, scarcity in the number of available properties on the market, and more importantly, unprecedented policy stimulus. Since then, prices have adjusted lower, as central banks raised borrowing costs to fight inflation in 2022, but only to some extent, really, and also with a few exceptions. What does this mean? Well, affordability issues persist, put simple. Concern is accumulated where the ratio of medium apartment prices to median disposable annual income remains elevated. Southeast Asia is notable here for its expensive and possibly overvalued housing market. Prices are over 30 times incomes in the Philippines and China, around 25 times in Thailand and South Korea. Not to mention Hong Kong, the world's most unaffordable housing market, owing to its lack of residential zoning. This accounts for only 7% of the region's land area as of 2021. So what are some implications here? In the countries that uh, top our housing unaffordability indicator, the impact on uh, local political dynamics can be significant. In South Korea, for instance, the ruling coalition's losses in 2021's local by-election, they were widely judged to have been related to a lack of resolve over rising housing costs, despite this being one of the cornerstones of its manifesto when elected nationally. Now, let's talk a bit about mortgage rates. Should this continue to rise or remain elevated before we see policy rate cuts, demand for borrowing is unlikely to recover. I mean, if anything, it should weaken further, right? Depressing property prices. In this context, it's worth revisiting previous housing slumps. In Spain, one of the most affordable markets in our metrics, Households got hit in an unprecedented manner during the global financial crisis. One key factor back then was that the vast majority of them faced variable mortgage rates. Now, we noticed a drastic change since uh, 2016, with a rise in the proportion of fixed rate loans, which as of March this year, account for nearly 65% of all mortgages. Spanish households might therefore be better prepared for a downturn than they were in 2008. And let's return to South Korea now, which ranks only second to Hong Kong on our unaffordability indicator. In South Korea, there is still a fundamental risk originating from the large share of floating rate loans among households. 
Yes, this has been moderating since September last year, but it does remain around 75% as of February 2023. So inevitably here, economies with high levels of household debt issued at floating rates are particularly exposed to any financial sector stress. I want to conclude from where we started. Why do we think real estate is still navigating correction? Well, nearing the end of the second quarter of 2023, low conviction remains the overreaching attitude among real estate investors. Amid this period of price discovery that has characterized markets as of late. From here, for investors to take on more risk, pricing needs to adjust further, where it hasn't already at least, to reflect the global economic slowdown. As such, we continue to see downside risk for house prices, especially in a scenario of tighter than expected financial conditions. Indeed, we argue the global economy is yet to feel the full impact of past monetary tightening. Time to wrap up here. Thank you for joining us and please stay tuned for new Markets 360 content. This communication does not constitute research, a recommendation or any form of advice from BMP Paribas or its affiliates. It does not consider your financial circumstances or objectives and it may not be suitable for you. It should not be copied or reproduced in whole or in part.